Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Noam Rauscher, and I'm a rabbi in Charlotte, North Carolina. Today we continue our conversation on Masechet Nedarim, the tractate of the Talmud dealing with vows. Today we continue with page 3a and b. If you recall, our Gemara on page 2 opened a debate as to whether or not the Mishnah should have arranged the terms of vows in a different way. It concludes this debate on page 3, but it also begins a new explanation of how vows can be enacted. In order for a vow of any kind to be effective, a formula of speech is required. Our previous page noted that there are alternative formulas to invoke a neder, a vow. This is what they refer to as equivalent terms. For the word neder, the equivalent term is kinui. A kinui has the same meaning as the word neder, but in a different language. So, for instance, one can use the word konam as their kinui as a stand-in for the word korban, which is a form of sacrifice. A korban might be something that's forbidden to other people. So if someone used the word konam in the place for korban, we could assume that it had the same weight as a vow. And it has the same weight even if it didn't explicitly use the word neder and simply referred to something that was forbidden to them. There's also the idea of having a partial declaration, known as a yad in the singular and yadot in the plural. A yad is an abbreviation of a vow that indicates the person's intent to prohibit something. The Hebrew word for hand is yad, but yad can also mean handle, as in the handle of a pitcher. The handle helps us to grasp the pitcher with a little with little effort. Therefore, a yad is the form of a vow in, as an expression of intent and is enough to render something prohibited. So as long as we express intent within the course of our statement, and even if it's not a full statement of a vow, it still counts with the same weight as a vow forbidding us to whatever it is. The ideas of partial declaration and alternative formulas apply to all different types of vows. In, this, in the process of this page, our Gemara also points out that fathers and husbands can annul the vows made by their daughters and wives. Page 3 concludes by referring us back to the biblical statement that established the vows in the first place. Lo lo yachel dvaro kol one shall not desecrate their own word, and shall do whatever it is according to whatever comes out of their, their own mouth. If one does not fulfill their vow, or violates it in any way, they transgress two commandments from the Torah. One, in not delaying the fulfillment of the vow, and two, is not to desecrate the words of their own mouth, as specifically stated in our piece from the Torah. Alternative declarations and partial declarations are quite sensitive. 
we might think that a specific or complete formula be recited in order to enact a vow. Instead, we are taught in our Gemara that we must be careful with what we say, and we must be sure to act on those words lest we desecrate them. Shalom, and have a nice day. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.